0: So you're at sea, you're like, all right, we're going home, six months is coming up. And then all of a sudden, in the mess decks, they serve steak and lobster. And everybody's (laughs) like, oh God.
1: And now, coming to you from the K2 studios in San Diego, California, it's the world famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening? How are you doing today out there? I am Chris.
2: And I'm Christine, and welcome to episode 50 of the Chris and Christine Show.
1: Yes, we have made it to the 50th episode. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate this.
2: It means we're only two weeks away from our one year mark. The question is, will we make it for two more weeks?
1: Uh, Yeah, that'd be (laughs) number 52. And there are 52 weeks in a year. If you do the math correctly, that means, yes, we actually did an episode every single week of the year.
2: But the question is, will we make it through to the one-year episode? Well, I'm down. Each other?
1: I, I can do it. Can <laughs> you Can you do it, Christine? Mm,
2: well, considering we're in the midst of home renovation and wedding planning, um, we're, we're going on a day-by-day basis right I now. I can only
1: <laughs> handle one problem at a time. So right now the problem is the home remodel and – My poor car. It's been sitting outside in the elements. It's getting dirty every single day. What am I going to do?
2: Your poor car. My poor house. Oh, my gosh. It's like dust city in here. But today was tile day and it was glorious.
1: Well, they have not, what do you call it? Grouted. Grouted. Yeah, grouted the tile. So it's just in there. It's all done, right? Everything's done, right?
2: Yeah, it's like it's set. It has all of the stuff that they put on the back of it. I can't remember what the compound is called that they like fasten it down they glue with.
1: it to the wall into the floor right yeah it's, it's they like use a-
2: like a special mortar that's what it's called they mortar it in it's kind of like a cement and then they come back in and then they do the grout over the top so that it's fills like the cracks and stuff it fills the cracks with a bright white and then they come in the next day and they seal it all so that when kids track in dirt or whatever it doesn't stain the white grout it makes it easier for us to clean
1: Oh, that sounds all crazy. And uh, Carpenter Christine is in the house. She knows knows best. And so downstairs, it looks like they finished the downstairs garage. They put the the hole back together in the ceiling.
2: Yep. They patched all the drywall up and textured it and painted over it. And except we found this other area where it wasn't from this leak. But Okay. Chris, you know I hate bugs, right?
1: A little bit, yeah, a little okay. bit. I mean, who does, really? Who likes bugs?
2: But we've had this issue over, because I'm here most of the time by myself in the evenings, we've had this issue for the last couple of weeks with crickets in the house. And but only
1: at night. They only come in at night. And they're like, all of a sudden, you're on the floor, on the stairs, and you look down, and you see a cricket down there. Like, where'd you come from?
2: Right. It's like, where, how, what door did you get in from, and where did you come from? And so last night, I was getting ready to walk up the stairs, and there were four crickets. Did you name them and collect uh, them? Jiminy oh. and Jiminy number two and Jiminy number three. No, but they started chirping. I hate crickets. I just. Uh, I just why, don't. why don't you just feed them to Paisley? I'm sure she eats those things. No, I don't want them reproducing. I, she's not going to. She doesn't move that fast to eat a cricket.
1: <laughs> she like walk really slow. Don't you go anywhere, cricket. I'm coming no, I'm to get you.
2: <laughs> no. So I was like, what is happening? But this morning when I went to let the tile guy and our contractor in, I was opening up the garage door and you've pointed out this hole in the drywall right by the garage door, like the reel that opens it up. Well, today I was standing by there and I heard that really loud noise of crickets and I was like, Huh, there's crickets in there. And then what do I see through that hole but the backside of our stairs?
1: Wow. So do you think that there's a nest in there
2: or something? Do crickets nest? Is I don't a-
1: know. What is it? Like a bug a- expert? How should I know these cricket things?
2: colony? What is what is a gathering of crickets called? I really don't understand. A school
1: this. of crickets. <laughs> Fish.
2: (laughs) Um, What is it? A cricket cluster?
1: I don't know, uh, but Jiminy cricket G- 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 Crickets, <laughs>
2: the Cricket Crew. <laughs> so okay. there's a, there's a cricket squad that's living underneath the stairs, and there's a little tiny. You know crack. that
1: sounds like a horror movie. The cr- crickets <laughs> under the stairs. Dun, dun, dun.
2: Well, it is a horror movie. When I walk up at midnight upstairs to come to bed, and I almost get killed, murdered to killed. death from my
1: fear. And by the way, everybody, these aren't big crickets either. They're like super, they're super
2: gigantic. They're, they're like, like a, a pinch. size.
1: They're like a the size of a penny.
2: Um, and that's gigantic. Okay,
1: because you, could, you know, if you stepped on it, you probably wouldn't even notice.
2: Oh, yes, I did. I would. And they hop everywhere, and I just have this fear that I'm going to be sleeping one night and choke on a cricket that hops into my mouth.
1: You remember we had the dog that was here? He used to chase those things. He oh. would like like see it jumping around. Oh,
2: what's that? Ooh, what's
1: that? And jump after it, but... uh,
2: So you've had a a cricket problem for a while.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think since I've moved in here, pretty much. Well,
2: that's the reason, is because there's that hole under the stairs, and so now you have a bazillion crickets under the stairs. Well, you know what?
1: It's uh, it's all part of the plan, you know? It's all part of uh, helping out with nature and, um, you know, story of life. But it only happens during uh, summertime, right? I know. Right? It's hot. They come out. You know, and hot, and it's heat out here. It's really hot right now. We're in the middle of summer, and uh, the spiders is crazy. you got spiders everywhere making webs. They made a web on my car. They made a web on Christine's car.
2: Yep. They made a web underneath, and they make them in the garage, and it's just like spiders and crickets and all the creepy crawlers, and... I can't handle them, but it's not as bad as when I grew up in the Central Valley and we had June bugs. What's a
1: June bug? It w- what? what? What what'd you call May bugs? Because or- they
2: come out in June.
1: Oh, are they-, they the big giant ones with the like green looking?
2: No, these ones are brown and they have a hard shell, but they, they like fly all over everything and they're like buzz and they're like, and like that.
1: You know, I think I read about this in Exodus. It was um,
2: (laughs) that's called the (laughs) locust. Okay, okay. Well, same thing. Well, Um, it's definitely that time of year where you know it's warm weather and things are starting to come out. The pests are starting to come out, and you know what's also starting to come out? What's that? Is my anxiety about the kids going back to school? They don't go back to school
1: for like another month, right? they go back
2: to school in a week and a half. In a week really yep we just got their schedule last night Gosh. ezekiel goes back to school on wednesday already
1: now is he physically going into school or is he just like like uh remote learning
2: distance so. learning virtual learning for all of the kids and not, um, not at school at all not for not even, at least for the first few weeks not even one day no they, no. Can't, they can't give us a break for one day no nope yeah. We got to be full-time parents full-time educators at home but the schedule came out and they're keeping the kids on like a same time school day schedule. So for Jacob and Mason, they are going to be online on Zoom for almost three hours a day on top of like three hours of schoolwork.
1: Exactly at the same time?
2: Yes. So the boys both have the same class periods and then they have like a lunch break. But they have different teachers for every period.
1: What? Is, it almost sounds like high school.
2: It, it, that's what I think it kind of gives a feel of. So they have one teacher for language arts a different teacher for math, and then the teacher for elective comes in and then they're going to have a PE class too. I don't know.
1: Who's how te- going to Yeah, who's teaching the PE through the uh, Zoom call? How are uh, we going to do
2: that? Like they can't take their computer Run outside. with your <laughs>
1: laptop out around the yard. <laughs> don't drop it.
2: Well, I'm wondering if it's going to be like, okay, pause your camera and do like 15 jumping jacks. But then you know wh- they're
1: going to play Xbox or stuff like that. But
2: they're going to make them like do it and then we're going to be in the middle of me trying to work and then the kids are doing jumping jacks and... You know, one kid's doing jumping jacks while the other one's trying to do a math quiz. I don't know how we're going to do it.
1: Uh, you know, I don't know either. You know, I mean, this whole it's, I think everything so far when it comes to this COVID and the distance learning and the whole like school lockdown, everything, everything's like a day by day. So tomorrow it could be a free for all. We don't know. You know, everything is just kind of go as you flow, figure it out as you go. I mean, who knows?
2: Right. And so we're just kind of taking it as it comes and just trying to figure it out. Right.
1: That sounds. I would. I would say that's fantastic, but it's not really that fantastic. I, I'll give it a down, thumbs down. That's fantastic. a downtastic. <laughs> a downtastic on that. On that one.
2: That's an untastic.
1: There, yes. Uh,
2: unfuntastic.
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs> We're definitely. To come
2: up with words on fun
1: for sure. But other than that, Christine, yes, what's sir. been going on world in your world lately this week?
2: Um. Well, I have very good news, and that is that I got my feedback on my chapter three of my dissertation.
1: Right on. Yes, so chapter gonna- three has got. Then you got feedback, but you don't have the actual, like, it's done yet or what? No.
2: So, next up, my dissertation chair comes back from vacation on Monday, and then we're going to schedule a meeting and start planning my proposal defense.
1: Ooh. Now, okay. When you plan your proposal defense, how does, like, what do you, what, do you, what entails, like, what happens? What has to line up for that to happen?
2: Okay. So, I have a committee of three members, so we have to find a date that works for all of them in the next couple of weeks. And then in the meantime, I have to prepare a video presentation that gives an overview of my dissertation. And at the same time, I have to edit my current proposal, like my first three chapters and clean it all up and get it into a Word document, give it a cover page, table of contents, all of that kind of stuff and get everything in tip top shape so that I can send it off to my committee.
1: Well, you can just send it off to me. I mean, I'll check it out. I mean, I'll, I'll look it over. You know you I mean? Me I'll, be like, I'll be like, yeah, it looks great, Christine. Wait, wait Christine, you change. You know what? You got to change this word around here. Uh, what, what, what does this mean here? I, I don't understand it. So you gotta cha- <laughs> I would I would get rid of this part here. And where are the pictures at? I don't see any pictures in this book. Well, there so. are
2: pictures. <laughs> there are figures in there. But what will happen is once I send it off to my committee, they review it. And then my proposal defense, it's a meeting where I show up. Uh, They have already been meeting and talking a little bit about my dissertation. I give them my overview. Um, They ask me questions. Then they put me in a waiting room on Zoom. And then they'll invite me back in and let me know whether or not I pass my defense or not. If I pass my defense, then I become a doctoral candidate, which moves me to like a different level. And if I don't pass, then I'll be like completely devastated and probably won't get out of bed for weeks.
1: So to put this in layman's terms, it means <laughs> that like you're like on this one level of the video game, and then you're trying to beat the <laughs> grandmaster. But he's like he's like the grandmaster. He's like the the weaker guy that you have to get past to get to stage two. Or I'm sorry, stage four because she's on stage three right now. So once you pass, this guy? It's kind of difficult. He's like uh, what's the guy Mario World? Um, Bowser. He's like the Bowser you're trying to get to. So once she- you kills the bowser then she goes on to the next level and then she saves the princess right
2: um yeah i i guess that could be it or it could be like you know you're a nordstrom user and you're like a silver user and you're trying to get to platinum status so you get into like the special exclusive friends and family options um yeah you can go with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: sure why not
2: but anyways, it's a, it's a big deal, and I've been working towards that. But anything been happening for you this week, Chris?
1: Uh, let me think. Um, no. I mean, other than the fact that this is our 50th fiftieth ep- episode, and we appreciate you listening to it, and I cannot believe we've made 50 of these things nonstop like a train. Keep on going.
2: I know. We've just been powering through, and this week is no exception to that. We have a fantastic guest with a very unique background who also happens to be a podcaster, and he is going to be on with us right after this.
1: Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal
2: listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media.
1: Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter.
2: And don't forget to follow our Facebook page.
1: Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show.
2: Oops.
0: Hi, I'm Dietrich. I'm Alex. And I'm Ben. We're from the podcast That Song From That Movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. We want you to join us on our voyage across the cinematic sound waves as we take a deep dive on a new song and movie each week to figure out just what makes them tick.
1: Already we've set sail with Celine Dion on the Titanic
0: found a friend in Toy
1: Story and gotten drenched out in the rain with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hopefully each breakdown
0: allows us to answer the ultimate question of what's better, the movie or the song? Or at least learn something new along the way. Just like learning that Toy Story 4 is a meaningless cash grab without a soul. You can subscribe right now on all good podcast platforms. If you use one of the bad ones, then that's on you and we can't be held responsible. Subscribe to that song from that movie.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back! And today, our very special VIP guest happens to be another podcaster, and his podcast is called Too Many Captains, and he happens to be the professor of the podcast. Please welcome Chris, the professor of the podcast, Too Many Captains. How are you doing today, buddy? Good to be here. Good to be here. Well, thank you for taking your time out today to doing this. So, uh, Mister Professor, you called. You guys to be called the professor. Just go, Chris. Chris, okay. Dr.
2: Chris, do, you, 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 do we add anything in like that? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, we are very excited to have you on the show. I'm not going to lie. My Chris on this side has been a little bit of a fanboy all day long. He's been very excited all week to have you on the show. So thank you so much for taking time to be here with us.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. So Chris, where in the world are we finding the Chris, this other Chris at today? Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, huh?
0: Now,
2: mm-hmm. is Tulsa like a pretty metropolitan area? I don't know if I've actually been in the city of Tulsa.
0: Yes. Uh, so Oklahoma City is the capital, obviously, of Oklahoma, but Tulsa's the second biggest city. Uh, in my opinion, I, I feel like it's the biggest small city in the world where, granted, it's over a 400,000 population, but for the most part, every Tom, Dick, and Harry seems to know each other.
2: Don't oh, yeah. Really? The-
0: yeah. It's It's ridiculous.
2: So it's kind of like small town feel in a big city?
0: With the big skyscrapers in it, yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, that's pretty awesome. Sorry, now- are,
0: are you on the outskirts of town or in the city part? I'm um, I'm in what would be south midtown. Um, there's, there's many boroughs that go around Tulsa, and I live closest towards Broken Arrow, which is the southernmost part. Oh, okay, okay.
2: That's pretty awesome. Have you lived in Tulsa for very long?
0: Yeah, since 1990.
2: Oh wow, that's a pretty long Min- time.
0: Minus the five years I lived in San Diego. Ooh, so yeah,
2: San, Former Diego. San Diego guy. That's where but we're located. <laughs> fun
0: fun fact about Tulsa. I don't know how you pay attention to your history, but we've got a replica of the World Trade Center here too.
2: Seriously? Wait, wait the, yeah. the
0: twin uh, trade centers? Well, oh. without the without the twin, but yes, the same guy who built the World Trade Center um, in New York uh, built a r- smaller replica tower here in Tulsa. It's 62 stories, if I remember correctly. The lobby, everything is the exact replica as the original.
2: That is super interesting. I had no idea that that even existed in the world.
0: Yeah, look it up, uh, the BOK Tower.
2: Pretty awesome. Now, you mentioned that you previously lived in San Diego for a few years. What brought you to San Diego?
0: I joined the United States Navy. Be all that you can be.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Were you uh, based out of San Diego? Well, obviously, there's
0: no no Navy in Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know what's funny? I have a buddy of mine um, back in the day. He uh, joined the Navy. Oh, I'm going to join the Navy. I'm going to see the world. Goes to boot camp, gets his orders, and he's stationed in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And he never left Iowa.
1: Oh, no. So, well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing, you know, because, yeah. you know, you don't know, have to go. So when you're in the military and you're in the Navy itself, what uh, did you see any crazy stuff? Like, where'd you go? Oh, wow.
0: Um, yeah, I joined in December 2000. Uh, I went to a I went to obviously through boot camp in Chicago, then to Pensacola for school. And then I got my orders and I was stationed on a carrier out of um, North Island Naval Station in San Diego, which is across the bay by Coronado. Oh, right. And uh, yeah, I West Coast carrier, you get to see all the fun ports.
2: So did you like cross the Pacific and get to go into, like, I know a lot of the ships that leave San Diego go to like Southeast Asia and some oh, of yeah, that yeah. area.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. Many, many, many port visits, uh, different countries. I even went as far as obviously inland to the Arabian Sea and the Persian Gulf. Uh, but yeah, uh, Japan, Australia, Singapore, uh, that, you, name it, you name it, I got to see it.
1: That's great. That's one thing I love about the navy is that you actually do get to go travel around the world. And um, I mean, we you on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Okay, that's basically what they use. Did they use
0: standard battleships anymore? Is it all aircraft carriers? No. Um, So here's the thing: there is, I believe, there's seven battleships, and three of them are mothballed, and the other ones are museums now. And mothballed means it's a museum. But it can be re- retrofitted in a month to be active service again. If
1: they have to, like a if if they major, have to. I can, like, yeah. And
0: we're talking like major catastrophe. You know, these things run on diesel, so they. they oh uh, they, right, yeah. And, and yours was a uh, nuclear powered, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah see, it there was. you go.
2: That's pretty awesome. What type of role did you serve in the navy?
0: Oh, um, I was a yeoman for the most part, and then I did another job after that, which I'm not. Really gonna not very interesting to discuss about, but um, yeah, for the most part a glorified paper pusher. I wasn't oh, I wasn't okay. James Bond, I wasn't scaling walls or toppling dictators. So Well that's what you gotta say when we ask you. You gotta you gotta <laughs> say say you were you were a Maverick. Or yeah. you make the,
2: that statement, I can't tell you if I tell you I have to kill you. It's confidential. Actually, <laughs> actually
0: it's funny, the the actual job I did do actually that does come with a with a nice clearance that comes with it. So Ooh. Very
2: nice. Now you said that you entered the military in uh, 2000. So were you enlisted and involved in the 9/11 types of Uh, um, movement?
0: Yes, Uh, that's a very interesting story, actually. Um, So I was on this carrier called the Stennis, um, and we were doing uh, workups. We weren't supposed to deploy until March, and so we were doing workups off the coast of California everything going fine everything great and then um i was working the overnight shift on september 10th i was done i you know working out what have you went to my rack a couple hours later i dozed off and then suddenly my rack curtains which you you sleep in a rack it's like a half coffin we call it with curtains okay my curtains are ripped open and a good mate of mine says chris you gotta come you gotta come here i said what's going on he goes you no, you gotta come here now I'm like okay, throw on some clothes, throw on my slippers. Went to the rec room, which is uh, where, you know, you got you can play cards, you can watch a little TV, you know. And there is the first tower, and it's on fire. Oh wow! And you got remember this is early September 11th, mm-hmm. so I've been I've been very tired. I'm not supposed to go on you know duty for a few more hours. I'm like, all right, so a building's on fire. Who, you know who cares? And my buddy said something hit it. I'm like, well, duh, it's a big building and standing up in the middle of the sky, of course, we might hit something. you Right, day. right. So anyway, as I turn, and no word of a lie, hand to God. As I turn, the peripheral sees that fireball. Oh. And I snap back and I go, I won't say what I said, but you can get my idea. And this is the part that will be remain frozen in my memory to the day I die. My chief, who is um, a senior personnel, had poked his head in. And the words he used will never—I will never forget today. I to die. He goes, "What movie are you guys watching?" Wow! Oh, yeah. And we looked to him, and we're—I mean—sheets white, everybody stone expression. You know, the jukebox stops—that kind of moment. And one of my buddies, who he turns to the chief, and he goes, "Chief, this is real." And chief looked, he shook his head, and he bolted. Wow. Next thing you know, the alarms are going off. Everybody to battle stations. We have no idea what's going on right so we were supposed to pull in the next day towers fall pentagon gets hit and it's it's over you know but we didn't know that so we're still out there we have a full air wing on board and we start launching we start launching operations with full armament on our on our birds wow and we were patrolling um The West Coast. And we had orders. Any planes were still in the air after a certain time. I don't care if it's got a hijacker or not. Shoot it out of the sky.
2: Wow. Really?
0: Yeah. And so, obviously, the FAA grounds everybody. There's no more planes in the air. And it's kind of settled down. And we all kind of took a stock of what's gone on. This is just, you know, one of those where were you when days. Right. And so, um, we stayed out patrolling the West Coast for two weeks. Wow. So, we didn't get to do the whole mass patriotism the candlelight vigils the you know all all that stuff Uh, we saw it on a little television that didn't have very good color and um yeah so two weeks later we pull in they say you got two weeks get your affairs in order we're going to war wow so they split the ship into two halves they had gold crew and then they had regular crew Gold crew got to go home for five days. Go to wherever you are, your families, get your wills, get your, you know, letters of what's it called, a power of attorneys, mm-hmm. right. all that stuff. Get 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 your stuff organized. Come back. Then the other side of the boat, they went to their side. Five days, got their stuff, come back, and then the next day we were we were gone. Wow. And we were we were in the Arabian Sea. I think in I think what eight days it took us to get
2: there wow that's pretty and, quick is that' pretty
0: yeah. fast for is that, is that full throttle for those things kind of yeah so that, that this top speed is classified but yeah pretty much full throttle yeah so anyway we get there and I've got this great photograph of me with the first bombs ever dropped in Afghanistan and um, I remember we were you know we were in the Battle of Tora Bora uh, we toppled the Taliban I, I remember it. we were we were rock stars you know we, we Dick Cheney came to our boat. We were like, ooh, wow. Dick, Dick Cheney, you know. Bush couldn't come, <laughs> which, which bummed us out. We were right, a brother. Right, we would have rather right. a Bush. <laughs> right. So, But anyway, the, and he wore a pink shirt. I will never forget that today. <laughs> die. He wore a pink shirt. And here's a fun fact. You're going to kick out of this. He has a Secret Service detail that comes with him, right? Right. Four of them are there to keep him alive, you know. Uh-huh. Someone shoot him or anything like that. Right. The other, the other four are there to keep him alive defibrillators um, oh right because he's got a bad ticker that's wow. right I remember that um, yes, yes he wasn't allowed to, he wasn't allowed to walk any stairs he had to take the weapons elevators everywhere he went wow it was, it was hilarious but uh, yeah anyway uh, so yeah Dick Cheney came out and then Rumsfeld and all that And we were rock stars we were out there we came back we were gone eight months
2: wow we that's finally long. come.
0: we finally come back and we're, it's a hero's welcome you know Full, full, uh, full on, and then that was it. It was that was over, and then Iraq happened, and we went and did Iraq instead. So, yeah.
2: So, how many deployments have you served?
0: Two. Wow. Two. Now, when you say deployment, are they uh, full eight months each, or what? No, technically they're six months, but we did our. So that's a lie. Sorry, they're technically six months, and the first one we did was nine. Okay. The, se- the second one was an easy one. It was a six, okay. you know? So yeah, I've spent a year and change of my life at sea.
2: Wow. That's super interesting. Now I, that first one being extended, I, I have several friends that serve in the Navy here <clears throat> and I hear frequently where they'll be out at sea and they're fully expecting to come back in six months and it's a Okay, we're extending it, and we can't tell you how long. So yeah, just that, let your family know you'll be home when you get home. <laughs> so,
0: so you want to hear a fun fact about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that happened to us once. Okay, and the Navy we have it. We have a rule. It's called Steak and Lobster Day.
2: Okay, okay? really, it sounds good.
0: Okay. So, all right, so hear me out. <laughs> all right, Steak and Lobster Day. So you're you're out to sea. You've been gone months. Sometimes you haven't hit a port in a long time. Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, fun fact, real quick. My first deployment, we didn't see port for 142 days. I think wow. the, that thing. Yeah. So do the math. So anyway, uh, we have, so you're at sea. You're like, all oh, right, we're going home. Six months is coming up. And then all of a sudden in the mess decks, they serve steak and lobster. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> Why? And, because that means we're being depl- we're being extended.
2: Oh no!
1: Is that like they, an
0: underlining rule that yeah. you're like a un- unsaid yeah. thing? Yeah. Soften yeah. the but blow. Soften the blow. <laughs> you know, cushion, cushion the blow. Steak and lobster, and oh, everybody man. You can you can have as much steak and as much lobster as you want to eat. But guess what? We're turning around. We're going right back.
1: Oh. Where wow. do uh, they get the steak and lobster from? Do they, they have, have it
0: on that? They, they have it brought in. Brought in from wherever yeah. they're stationed at. Or? Yeah, supply ships. So they have a supply oh. stationing. They have a supply station in Guam, which is like a major forward headquarters for the Pacific fleet. So they do – like you'll have stuff brought in from Hawaii to Guam, and then Guam will take the supply ships out to the other ships and and, uh, and refit them.
2: That's so interesting to me. So I've never thought about that aspect of it. Like we all know we sit at dinner at the restaurants on the harbor in San Diego Mm -hmm. and watch the ships. Deploying, and sometimes it's just for routine operations. But yeah, um, I've always been like, oh well, they must have everything that they need um, until like the mail shows up. But to hear that that supply ships have to come out and replenish mm-hmm. that—that's yeah. a totally different perspective for so, me.
0: So here's the thing: a carrier can stay out to sea indefinitely. In fact, and really, it's fun. and actually, but we're not right now. One is the Dwight Eisenhower. Uh, Is on the East Coast, and they've been out since the beginning of the, of the COVID nineteen crisis wow. because they don't want to get the ship infected. The Theodore Roosevelt, the entire ship, got COVID, and it, right. was, and it was and it was a huge controversy in the news. I think everybody heard about it, right? Right. So they're trying to so they're trying to avoid that. So they've got a carrier. The carrier hasn't even pulled into any ports. They've wow. just been twiddling cool. their thumbs out in the Atlantic. So where do they get their stuff? They have stuff brought in. Oh, but still, isn't that good the yeah. chance for uh, cross contamination? No, everything is sprayed. Trust me they they've got their ducks in a row on this one.
2: Wow! So that's super interesting.
0: Yeah, but well, like mail mail will be brought on. It'll be heloed over from the supply ship. You've got fuel for the aircraft. They're pump they're pumping JP five into the bowels of the ship. I mean it's it, it's it's a it's a well oiled machine. Wow! It really is.
2: That's so incredible. So you mm-hmm. served how long in total in the Navy?
0: Uh, five years active, three on reserve.
2: That's awesome. Thank you so much for your service.
1: Yeah, thank you for your service. We appreciate this. And I do want to, I, I almost forgot to ask you this, but I do hear a little bit of an accent. So mm-hmm. where in the world are you originally from?
0: Uh, Migla Morgan of South Wales. Wow, that's fantastic. So the
2: UK. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What it was life like there i mean it sounds like you moved here earlier in your life but i've always wondered what it's like to live in the uk
0: it's wet a lot it's (laughs) it's cold a lot uh but it's like there are different obviously i like i'm technically half scottish half welsh but i've never been to scotland i always wanted to go i have family that lives there i've never met um but no i'm I, am, I spent most of my time either um, in a place in Nottingham, England, or in South Wales with my family.
2: Now, is Wales technically its own country or a province? Because I, I, I'm familiar it, with the geography.
0: Right. That's complicated right now, actually. It is technically a, its own country, but it is governed by the, by the royal family and the British Parliament.
2: Which, Super interesting. There is a
0: huge movement right now uh, for a referendum like Scotland is doing for independence to basically break up the United Kingdom.
2: And that's oh, been going okay. on for a while, right? With Wales. Um, like there's, isn't really. there some history?
0: No, no, no. Actually, not really. Um, that's only happened since Brexit, has okay. Wales wanted to leave um, the United Kingdom because uh, Wales, I mean, I hate to say it, but it is quite true, is almost borderline a borderline third world country.
2: Oh, wow. It, really? it used
0: to be, believe it or not, it used to be one of the most powerful nations in the world. But then when they stopped ma- um, producing coal, uh, the it just basically, they had no economy. So they had to basically reinvent an economy. Oh, that sucks. Almost, and Technically, almost overnight.
2: That's so interesting. Isn't Prince Charles the Prince of Wales, though?
0: Yeah, that's a title, though.
2: He's oh. A, I don't, he's been to yeah, Wales like, maybe like,
0: 15 times in his life. Just like Chris here he's a professor, you know? It's,
1: it's, yeah. it's,
2: it's, it's a title. <laughs> yeah, it's a Got title. it. A
1: captain. Right.
2: Well, speaking of The Professor, let's talk about your podcast. I know that my Chris over here has been, like I said, fanboying your podcast and loving your episodes. Tell us a little bit about your podcast story. How'd you get started?
0: All right. So back in, I want to say June of last year, um, Johnny Dangerous and Matt, who is our producer, and I were sitting at us. Uh, a little bar, um, it's like a microbrewery called Roosevelt's, which is in Cherry Street in Tulsa, a very popular place. We're sitting there and we're, you know, shooting the breeze and J- Johnny and I both have the exact same kind of um, knowledge about films. We read about films, we study film, and we're just sitting there having a debate. And Matt's sitting there and he's, he's not really... A movie guy like we are he he watches movies but his are more socially conscious you know he likes movies about politics and aaron sorkin stuff
2: mm-hmm. so
0: we're sitting there and what have you and him and me and me and johnny are you know we're, we're great friends and we're just you know kind of having a, a lively debate and matt stops us and he goes why don't you guys just form a podcast there you go yeah <laughs> and we look at each other we laugh and we're like, you have drank, you've been drinking too much. <laughs> so, so no. Anyway, but I'm, li- I'm. So I walk him back to my car, and I'm like, wow, that really is a great idea. So I text Matt the next day. I'm like, hey, were you serious about starting a podcast? And Matt, and we've told this story on our show. We have a, we have an episode where we talked about the, the origin of the show. He goes, he didn't realize that he actually was like that. I was serious about it. <laughs> he thought it was just kind of a passing. Joke, you know, like, right. hey, why don't you put a podcast? I was like, well, we should form a podcast. <laughs> so I started feeling out like my my best friend in the whole world, um, his name is Chris. We, we call him Money for a few reasons. <laughs> um, he, I said, if we do this, you got to be part of it. He's like, all right, yeah, all right, I'll be part of it. Okay, and cool. then, and then, and then we, then my other best friend, his name is Matt as well. We call him Matty G because. He's been called that since I've known him. <laughs> and um, I said, you've got to do it. And he's like, Nah, I don't know. I said, no, come on, come on. It'll be fun. you, you got to do it. He is a master of music. If there is a band in this world, he knows about it.
2: Oh, wow. hey, Does he, he play? Is, does he play anything? Yeah,
0: he, he plays guitar a little bit. Um, his wife is a phenomenal singer. Uh, she's classically trained singer. Uh, I once saw her sing the national anthem, and it brought me to tears. Wow. Like professional, uh, like at a stadium? uh, Oh, yeah. She plays in a band. She plays, uh, she's very, very talented woman. I'm I'm sweet as, sweet as can be. She works with my wife. Oh, awesome. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, Matt, Matt, he, uh, his music knowledge is bar none. His vinyl record collection rivals that of High Fidelity, (laughs) Wow, which which is his favorite movie actually. So, oh, that's fantastic. Now, are you into music? Do you like music? Yeah, um I do love music. Um, I'm a huge serious XM nut. Um I go I love live shows. I love concerts. Well, um, <laughs> what are you going to do about it know? now, you know? <laughs> do you know, what's, you know what's sad? I actually had front row tickets for Lindsey Buckingham um, back in May that I am Heartbroken. Oh. I didn't get so oh, no. well. Well, the last concert that Christine and I went to, we
1: went to the big um, iHeartRadio Music Festival. in oh, right. it went to that last year, and it was phenomenal. It I, was
2: really fantastic. There was like so many top of like I don't know, like the best of the best. Char- yeah, chart topping mm-hmm. acts, and they and it was did it. Amazing. They did
1: this cool turntable stage where like it was ha- it was like a turntable but like a curtain or something in the middle and mm-hmm. one band would be playing and the other band would be setting up and they just spin it around and then boom and like one minute later the next band's up it just keeps that way they have able to play so many artists so quickly
2: yeah it was really i
0: awesome. i remember growing up i there were used to have some music festivals here in tulsa um they stopped doing them i don't know why but they just stopped doing them. we had edge fest for a while and then we had center of the universe uh Festival, which was amazing. We had some absolutely phenomenal acts come through here, and they stopped doing it. I don't oh, know wow. why. They just one day just stopped doing it. Um, what was that? What is that band's name? Uh, one Republic.
2: Oh yeah, I love One uh, Republic. They, had,
0: they were they were the last band to ever headline the Center of the Universe um, concert. Oh wow! And everybody's like, "All oh, right, you know, One Republic." My wife was you know fangirling, and <laughs> suddenly it, it's like they just took it away. Oh and we're like, no. We're like, what the hell? So well, do, cool. do you guys have like a lot of country
1: hits come through there?
0: Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: so I take it you're not a big country fan then? No. Oh, oh. no. You're the wrong part of town, buddy.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm fully, fully aware. No, I mean, my wife, my wife made me go see Garth Brooks, and I have to admit, I did actually quite enjoy uh, the Garth Brooks concert. Um, but yeah, no. I, I, I like Johnny Cash. I will say that. I really enjoyed Johnny Ketch. I thought you'd been to his grave too in Nashville. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, other than that, no. I've uh, no, not, not, am a country person.
2: So you assembled all of these friends with these diverse interests, including music and movies, and you tapped them on the shoulder to with the purpose of everybody being involved in the podcast, or you just wanted their insights.
0: Well, originally we were trying to figure out like who was actually wanting to do it, and I, like I even had a, a six person ready to go, but we just said five is. You know five is enough and uh we decided you know that'd be the the best way to do it just you know keep it keep it uh, an odd number in case we need to do voting and stuff like that oh and, right uh, oh yeah just so, think about that yeah that's true yeah. so anyway we um we started that we we i, I the first recording will never ever see the light of day as long as i have breath in my <laughs> lungs <laughs> you didn't put it out oh it was so bad <laughs> It always we, is bad. That's the whole point we, of the first like episode. A,
2: it's like first <laughs> pancake. Our
0: families who heard it said it was one of the worst things since like the invasion of Poland or something like that. It was Oh, it was, wow. it, oh, it, was it was terrible. So, we didn't have pop filters. We I mean, we didn't know anything. We were right. we were rookies. Did you guys do it on your phone or something? No, we did it with microphones, but we did it in a really small room. Oh so wow. So the echo bounced Oh, it was a pink room too. Oh, but wow. it was it was it was uh money's wife's uh she does like sewing for cosplaying and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And it was in her room and it was so oh, so pinky. We, we we was like we were like this segment sponsored by Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> you, you know? So but anyway, long story short, we record the first show and I put it together in an audition. It is horrible. You hear every breath, you hear every fumbling. It, it was oh it was so bad. So we regrouped, we took a we took a week or two off. and We went and actually invested in microphones and speaker, not speakers, um, pop there filters. There you and go. Yeah, prop like the proper stuff. So we came back with basically episode one point one, which we did was Blade Runner, and I had never seen Blade Runner, so this was kind of educational for me too. But the very first episode that we'll never see the light of day was The Godfather. Oh wow. And the best part about it is, and this is a running joke that we have with uh, Matt, the producer. He has never seen The Godfather and refused to watch it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? So he's like, you guys bring up references from the movie? And he's like, yeah. oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was how we used to do it. It was kind of like a, what have you not seen? But we decided to do it a different way. But yeah, to this day, he's he has never seen The Godfather. And we've, it's kind of a running joke that we... I love that boy to death. He's a he's a great guy, and uh, yeah, he, just trying to get him to watch a long movie is it's a, it's a tall order.
2: Well, uh, tell him I, he has a new friend in me. I've never seen The Godfather either, nor do I have any desire. So there's I, two of us in the world. <laughs>
0: I want I wanted to play with him, uh, so we do a thing called Golden Tickets where we pick our you know our our deep dives, and I was um, waiting for it to go around again so we have a new Golden Ticket, and I was going to tell him that I'm going to make him watch the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven to uh, To see how he does with that, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Christine hasn't seen a lot of movies either, so uh, <laughs> you know she she. We,
1: you know, we have a movie night. We decide to pick out which movie. I always pick more of a guy. I try to pick a kind of neutral movie for us to watch. No, but you don't. Yeah. Well, the, okay. Remember the last movie we saw, Christine? He's, he picks these. Uh, you,
2: you've got to help well, me out. La- la- it, okay, the Chris. last
1: movie, the last movie I made her watch was the movie Her on Netflix <laughs> with Joaquin oh, God. Phoenix. <laughs> I
2: know. Okay. Thank you, thank you, wow. <laughs> thank you, Professor. I was like, he, Chris comes up with these. Uh, our Chris comes up with these, um, like sci-fi and like alien invasion and zombie attack, and I'm like a rom-com kind of girl. I'm actually of the mindset of I'm okay with watching the same movie over and over again, just like to kind of zone out. But that's not his mentality.
0: That's a Spike Jones movie, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It was That's weird. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. What kind of movies
0: are you into? Like, have you had a choice? Um, well, it really depends on my mood, to be quite honest with you. I know that sounds kind of blasé, but for me, I, I, I gear towards epics. I want to be moved. I want to be inspired when I watch a movie. Uh, I want to be challenged. I want to, I, I, I want to be mentally, you know, rocked. Now, granted, not all the time. I will. I have been known to watch some pretty goofy movies. I love Anchorman. I love Dodgeball. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yes. I love, yes. I love Blazing Saddles. I think Blazing Saddles is probably the funniest movie ever made. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like I said, it's just what is my mood at the time, like. Um, My wife, my wife right now is a full-time student. She's she's studying, so I don't really get to watch a lot of movies with her. But as of yesterday, her semester ended. So now I've got three weeks to just bombard her with movies that she's never seen. (laughs) Oh, I know the feeling. (laughs) I do the same thing with Christine. Like, there's a lot of great movies.
1: And the funny thing is, um, when I bring these movies to her, she's like, that was a good movie. I say, yes, it was a good movie
0: because I picked it out. I know I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Well, the best part for me is and this is this is the part that i really like my mother-in-law lives with me as well and she a lovely lady I, her and i get along like hellfire and uh <laughs> and i i i she has never seen anything never ever watched i feel like she's never watched a movie in her life so i'm showing her all these movies for the first time and it's it's I've, it's a lot of joy for me because she's it's like watching it through someone else's eyes like i i would give my right arm and other vital parts of my anatomy to watch Jaws for the first time,
2: oh, again, yeah. or oh,
0: to yeah. watch, or to watch The Usual Suspects without knowing the ending, or you know, you, you get where I'm going with this. And so, watching her watch it with these twists and turns, and seeing how she reacts to them, it, it's 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 it, it's like it's like heroin. It's it's very addictive to do. <laughs> it brings and you I, back. Doesn't it really it? does. It's like. Yeah, so I get a lot of I get a lot of joy out of showing her movies for the first time. Well, speaking of movies, mm-hmm. Mr. Professor, we on the Chris and
1: Christine show, we're going to try something new for the very first time ever. Are you ready to try something new with us? I am. Okay, so we have invented a game that we're going to play. We're going to call it the uh, guess,
2: guess the movie.
1: It's going to be a movie clip game where we have movie clips embedded into the computer system. I'm going to play them, and we're going to see if you can, since you are the professor with movies, if you can guess these movie titles. All right. Are you ready to play with us, Mr. Let's professor? Yeah, let's do this.
2: Here we go. Okay. Let's set it up here. All right. So, Chris is setting up the first clip. Um, now, these are some a little bit more goofy, but some of them are serious. And let's let it rip, Chris.
1: Okay, here's the first one.
2: Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. What happened? Uh, had a like
1: weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're
0: all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We're sending a squad up. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We have a, a reactor leak here uh, now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Uh, Largely very dangerous.
2: Who is this?
0: What's your operating number? Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. You know what the funny part of that is? (laughs) Every time I have a conversation with one of the guys that doesn't go my way, I'm like, it's a boring conversation anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Great job on that one.
1: Okay, here's the next one. All right, first you flick this switch, then this switch. That activates it. Then you push this button, which will give you five minutes to get out of there. Now, whatever you do, don't push this button, because that will set off the bomb immediately, and we'll all be dead. Now, repeat back what I just said.
0: I'm good. Is that one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? Yes, it is. It is actually uh, Volume Two. Have you, seen, right. have you seen
1: the Guardians of Galaxies?
0: Sadly. <laughs> I know. I very um. It's a, this is my hot take for the day. I don't like them. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't know what it is. I just don't get into them. i like when we were watching the last Avengers movies. I I barely got through their their scenes. I just I don't know if it's I don't like Chris Pratt or something. But I just. I just don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies.
2: So I have a little funny story. That was my first introduction to the Avengers movies was a friend showing me the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And so I was like, "Um, is this what they're all like? Because it's a little bit goofy and a little bit far-fetched. And so then he had to introduce me to some of the other uh, Marvel movies. And I was like, okay, okay, I can hang with these ones. But I'm with you on that, Professor. (laughs) Let's Mm -hmm. Let's get another clip going.
1: Okay, here's the next one.
0: Dad. Dad! 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 Head
1: for
0: the fireplace. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
2: Yes. You are <laughs> batting a hundred percent right now. Well, he's a
0: professor, so I hope so. <laughs>
2: all right we've got two more for you
0: I actually believe it or not, uh, a lot of people don't know that's actually my favorite Indiana Jones movie too really it's one of my favorites yeah. too yeah I mean I, I, think I lo- a lot of people say you know oh you don't like Raiders I love Raiders but I I think it's the f- Sean Connery and um Harrison Ford they're they were like the Gene Wilder and um was it Richard uh, Richard Pryor uh combo I thought they were just their chemistry together was magnetic um yeah
2: So, I guess now is not a good time to say I've never actually seen that movie. What?
0: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I've seen the first one. But hey, Chris,
1: did you know that I think uh, Sean Connery and uh, Harrison Ford were only like, their age gap was almost impossible to be father and son? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I I did know that.
0: (laughs) Because they're so. Have you seen a picture of Sean Connery lately? No, No, I have not. Why? No, it's sad. It'll bum bum you out. Well, I would imagine he was like, he's in in his 90s now.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, here's the next one for you, buddy. You are not
2: in Kansas anymore. You are on Pandora, ladies and gentlemen. Respect that fact, every
1: second of every day. If there is a hell,
2: you might wanna go there for some R&R after a tour on Pandora. Out there beyond that fence, Every living thing that crawls, flies, or squats in the mud wants to kill you and eat your eyes for jujubes.
0: The movie that James Cameron forced upon the world, Avatar.
2: That is correct. Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Now with the needless geez. with the needless sequels that are coming.
1: Let <laughs> me ask you: Are they really making sequels? Or are these kind of oh, like God, that's yeah. a thought?
0: No, it's it's they're filming them right. Well, with I don't know if they're doing it with COVID right now, but they they were knee deep into production they had, a script, I they had a
1: script written and everything all for,
0: for all three films
1: three films I think the end of Avatar 1 it's like the story ended perfectly I don't know if you like it I mean it ended perfectly you don't need no. I don't think a sequel was
0: necessary well remember this when a movie makes over a billion dollars unless you know the movie's tied up really nice and neat and even sometimes it's other than that there will always be a sequel
1: yeah, I guess so. So here, well, I'm going to try to pick one more for you. Uh, I'm trying to try to make it hard, but uh, I don't know. These, <laughs> are, these are pretty easy. Like I said, these are for the kids. So <laughs> uh, I'll try to find a little hard one. But that's one.
2: okay. If I had to answer, I would have only gotten one right so far. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's, uh,
1: let's do this one. What? What are you
0: talking about?
1: Right now, poised at the edge of the galaxy, Emperor Zerg has been secretly building a weapon with the destructive capacity to annihilate
0: an entire planet. I alone have information that reveals this weapon's only weakness, and you, my friend, are responsible for delaying my rendezvous with Star Command. You are a toy. I love that movie. I haven't seen Toy Story in a while. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I, I, I have them. On, I have them in my in my collection. I I don't remember the last time I actually sat down and watched. I haven't seen the fourth one yet.
2: I haven't either. I saw
1: mm. it on the airplane, come back from Hawaii. I started watching it, but then I was like, I got bored, and I was like, "What else is on?"
2: <laughs>
0: Fair enough. No, I, I, yeah, I love the, I love the Toy Story movies. I just, yeah.
2: Well, congratulations! You, you. got a hundred percent on our movie clip game show. So we are so excited well, that you aced it.
0: Well to, there quote, you go, buddy. <laughs> well to quote another famous movie line failure is not an option
1: <laughs> oh there you go there you go so chris where can we ha-
0: find your fabulous podcast all right you can find us on spotify itunes google podcast and you can find us on Podchaser now and if you want to just go straight to the source you can find us at amoviepodcast.com well that is fantastic
2: And thank you so much for being here on the show with us today and for sharing a little bit about your life and a lot about your podcast. We're just so grateful for your time.
0: You're welcome. This is the Nostal Junk Podcast, where one person's junk is another person's childhood. I'm Matt McGraw.
1: And I'm Kyle Smith join us each week as we take a deep dive into your pop culture consciousness and discuss everything from movies, TV, music, cartoons, toys, video games, and more. And we want to hear from you. So connect
0: with us. Nostalgia means so many different things to so many different people. So share with us your favorite piece of nostalgia.
1: You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and
0: Instagram at Nostalgiajunkpod, And you can subscribe to us on all the major podcast platforms. Let's get this thing up to 88 miles per hour, and we'll see you next week. Well, that was a great,
1: great interview to have Chris, the professor, on with us today. Yeah,
2: he was super interesting.
1: Now, everybody listening, I got some good news and I got some bad news. All
2: right, tell us the bad news first.
1: Okay, here's the bad news first. Bad news is, is it, the time we recorded that interview with the professor just shortly after that. The professor, I'm sad to say, he had left the band. He is no longer part of the Too Many Captains crew. Well,
2: that's horrible.
1: I know. He, uh, I guess they went their separate ways and but the good news is is that the professor Chris he is started to branch out like most good um, solo artists acts do mm-hmm. is they leave the band and they start their own um, solo career and that's what he's starting to do right now so the Chris professor is going to start up his own podcast and the good news is he asked us to be a part of it oh he did tell he, me more well he said we, nothing's official yet he hasn't oh. worked at all the kinks yet okay but um, he did ask me personally if you were like for us, he loves us so much. He would like for us to be a guest on his new show. Well,
2: we are pretty fun.
1: Well, we can be.
2: Yeah, especially spicy. with our our <laughs> spicy banter.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. So, we'll when we find out more about that, we'll let you guys know. But for right now, it's all in the uh, drafting pages or stages, however you say it.
2: Yeah. So I loved listening to his stories about like being in the military, and then. Um, like his experiences with the podcast and like being there with his friends. And, you know, I'm kind of sad that he's not with it anymore, but I'm super happy that he's finding his purpose and passion on a, on his own. I think that all of us should do that, right?
1: Right, exactly. And podcasting is not for the ex- exclusive uh, few. It, it can be for anybody and with some certain apps out there i'm not going to plug them because we don't use them um, they make it very easy for pretty much anybody i'm talking your five-year-old could probably make a podcast
2: yeah well you know chris this does bring up for me um a little insecurity so you Why? know when i hear of people like breaking up the band and going out on their own are you gonna leave me to become the solo you know world famous chris show
1: you know i don't know uh Ah! uh, you know you better better you better uh, watch out (laughs) (laughs) because maybe paisley
2: will be my sidekick the turtle
1: (laughs) yes your silent partner yes hey paisley what do you think Uh uh-huh really paisley (laughs) Paisley, I said no language like that, okay? <laughs> so, but no, um, I love the Chris and Christine show. There is no Chris and Christine without Chris and Christine.
2: Aw, thanks, babe. I appreciate and I'm that. I'm so
1: glad that you, I have chosen you to be part of the Chris and Christine show, and I could never have done this without you.
2: Well, I'm so glad that I allowed you to choose me, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, you got all going on. She's like, paint her nails. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll join your show, whatever. Give me the microphone. Let's figure it out.
2: Yeah, but, you know, we have been talking through, like what we want to do next for upcoming year number two. And I'm very excited for all of the plans that we have in store. And I'm super excited that we're going to pass this milestone where actually I know it's not hitting it yet, but we're going to go out tomorrow night and have an early celebratory dinner. We are?
0: <laughs>
1: you what?
2: Goofball, you're the one that asked me to book the reservations. Oh, I did? Yeah, we're going to Costera. We are? <gasps> we're going to Costera. and it's like, Dining out on the waterfront in San Diego with a beautiful view of the skyline and they we're ordering the tableside guac.
1: Oh, cook. Okay, is that what they take the guacamole and they make it right there in front of you? Well, like
2: they the, take the avocados. That's oh, right, the avocados. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They
1: make the avocado. They, they make the guacamole with the avocados and they mash them all up in that bowl. Yeah, right and you get to you.
2: add like what you want. It's kind like, of the
1: way they do it. at Chilies.
2: Ch- chilies do that too. Um, maybe this might be a little higher class than chilies. But, but.
1: avocados are avocados. Come on now.
2: It, but in a little they like the
1: just because they charge thirty dollars for it doesn't mean it's better.
2: They have they have like the guac expert
1: and okay. he's like
2: the guac guy
1: okay okay
2: because he's guac all... fantastic and he wears a cape says i'm guac, <laughs> guac man or something. i'm guacatastic <laughs> well
1: there you go there you go well thank you again so much for listening to our podcast and if you want more information on our podcast and all these fun adventures we do you can always check out our website that is chris and
2: or you can follow us at k2, Sh- k2 show san diego on instagram
1: And on Twitter. And Twitter. And on uh, that, uh, what's it called? The book face? What's it called? Facebook. Facebook. That's what it's called. (laughs) Yes, but uh, don't you worry. All this information will be inside the show notes on this podcast that we're playing for you right now.
2: And don't forget that the next two days are your last opportunities to get in on the survey because it is shutting down in two more days. And so if you want your chance to win that fabulous Amazon gift card and to give us some great feedback about what you love or you don't so much, then we would love to hear you and hear your voice on our survey. So go to com, click on the link at the bottom of the page and your entry will enter you into the drawing for an Amazon gift card. Woohoo,
1: fantastic. And on that note, you guys have a fantastic week and we will see you guys next time.
2: Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret.
1: So love the people who treat you right, forget about the ones who don't, and believe that everything happens for a reason.
2: If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy.
1: They just promised it would be worth it.
2: Thanks so
1: much for joining us. I'm Chris.
2: And I'm Christine. And until next week...